Hey folks, welcome to the Generational Gap. I am Robert, your resident Gen Xer, and right over there is John, our resident millennial. John, how are you doing this evening? Nobody not too cares. Bad, not too much. Nobody cares. All right, Nobody cares. fair Nobody enough. Cares. <laughs> and down below, you'll see tonight we have a special guest with us tonight from No Way Jose. We have Jose Gallison. Is it Gallison? I, I, I go Galison. It's a made-up name, so it doesn't fucking matter. Oh, good. I like oh, made-up cool. names. Uh, the Jose was throwing me for a little bit. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. No, I'm white as shit. You can go there. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, good to see everybody tonight. I see we have a few folks lurking around. I see Quest Fanning in the house and High Leaf in the house as well. Uh Good to see you guys tonight. Uh, make sure you're hitting that like button on your way in. And, uh, you know, if you're feeling froggy, jump down there in the uh, description and uh, throw us a coffee. We like coffee or a beer. Quest has thrown us beer, and I like beer, too, sometimes. <laughs> it's all right. Um, and, uh, you know, Jose's with us tonight, as I said, from No Way Jose. You can find some links for Jose down in the description as well if you're not familiar with him. Those links will send you to a few places where you can get familiar with him and watch him on uh, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, and then you got some podcasts out there, right? Uh, I think I got your Apple link down there and uh, Red Circle down there as well. I just grab some, just grab some crap off your uh off your page it's all good i mean if as long as you link to youtube it's fine i have pretty much all the places i distribute to i have in the descriptions i have the links to everywhere else so if you can get to one place you can get to all of them so uh yeah and i just got on odyssey as well i literally just got on it because i was waiting till because i guess once you hit 300 subs you can sync it up and i was just like i don't want one more thing i gotta manually upload shit to so i was like <laughs> you know i was waiting till i hit 300 so <laughs> Well, uh, Jose, I am, uh, I, I'm what most people, even though I'm, you know, Gen X, most people consider <laughs> me a boomer. That's what I hear all the time. So fuck them. But, uh, I have no idea who you are. Cause I, I stay away from all of this stuff. Like it's, it's weird. I get on YouTube. We've been on this for doing this for three years, but I don't get yeah. any on any of the social media. I don't watch much on YouTube. Like I, the only thing I go on YouTube for is to pull up a song every once in a while or whatever. But uh, so if you would, could you enlighten myself and others as to who you are, where you come from, all of that fun jazz? Yeah, I'm, like like we said, I'm Jose Galison. Um, I'm about like 60 episodes deep in a podcast. been doing it about like, you know, six to eight months-ish. I'm terrible at time, so I'm not quite sure which. Probably like seven-ish. Um, I generally kind of politic-ish. I, I, I like to like switch up every now and then. Like recently, I just did an episode on like health and fitness um and i've done episodes on comics manga all, all sorts of shit usually i try to like somehow tie it back to like liberty type shit but i mean i generally speaking it's just kind of like sh shit that i want to talk about generally but generally like the stuff that interests me is usually somewhat related to liberty i'm an anarchist uh agorist more specifically if that means anybody to, uh, to your crowd i listen to a couple of you guys episodes to get a feel so i'm not quite sure what you guys is uh crowd your uh, your people or whatever are tend to like but that's kind of where i'm at i don't know i mean just generally i'm a little bit of a shit poster i i don't know i mean anyone knows dave smith and anyone knows pete quinones i'm like kind of like a bastard walmart version of the two of them so you know <laughs> so uh what, what 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 prompted you to you know get him get involved uh in this new media era as it were was it was it more you know like you said more your personal things or was it really all the stupidity that's going on in society these days uh it was definitely the latter i uh 
this was actually like an outlet of this thing we started. Like whenever shit got really weird, because like I'm not gonna lie, I don't know how you guys were, but when the COVID started cracking down big time, I'm in Florida, so it's pretty chill now over yeah. here ish. Yeah. But uh, but um, whenever it first started cracking out, I was getting pretty freaked out. I started fucking, you know, hoarding ammo, fucking all, all that shit. <laughs> like I was ready mm-hmm. for the boog to kick off. Um, and so I, I, I was freaking out. And uh, we started me and a few friends started this thing on Facebook, which is like a, a network of groups, which was we called the Liberty Movement. And it was uh, I mean, it's not as big as it was now. It's kind of lost a lot of its energy, but it still ended up like kind of spawning off a lot of things like this initially started my podcast as an outlet from that. And then just over time, like, it just kind of, like, it became its own thing. And then that's where I'm at now. So, yeah, I don't know. Just it's kind of what it came out of. It was just an outlet to, I don't know, basically, I'm kind of, mo- a lot of times, one of frequent topics is, like, way the way shit's going, like, now. Like, the way the future, the writing on the wall. Like, obviously, we were not future tellers, but we can kind of have a rough idea of, of, of where things are going. And so yeah. it's kind of like, I'm kind of essentially trying to, shepherd the sheep and be like hey act accordingly like start doing shit because uh i mean i know a lot of people i don't know if you what what circles you guys run in but i know the, the one of the frequent things lately is white pills black pills mm-hmm. i i've been a fan of uh mencius Mulbug. he he created it and i've tried like popularizing it more is the clear pill which is realism and like that's kind of where i'm at because i do think like there is some i think the the whole point of the clear pill is that like the people get caught up in this like binary of like white or black, but it's like, if you're in Cali in San Francisco, like you can be like, Oh, the white pill. But it's like, yeah, but shit's probably going to get really rough for you in the next decade or so. So like really you need to realize what's going on and start doing shit to move your life in the correct direction. So, and that's, that's kind of a lot of stuff I've been talking about. So, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Mm. It's a really good way of putting it. The clear Mm. pill. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. John, John's always, uh, John John's a, likes to think of himself as a libertarian, and he's been he's been attempting over I've, these last. I'm a recent uh, recent convert to the anarchy side. Well, of you, you, yeah, because you were very much <laughs> leaning to a minarchist kind of mindset. I was a minarchist for a long time until uh, January. Um, I don't know what kind of events might have coincided with that, but uh, that was a big part of it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, I wonder. Let's see what could have happened in January that made some people shift. Yeah. <laughs> um, now you said you you said and uh, Jose, you said you're uh, you're an anarchist, but more specifically, you said you're a agorist. Agorist. Which that that's that's kind of like a I don't know. It's it's just a label. It's a it's a I don't know. If, are either of you familiar with the term at all, or, or not really? No, actually, this is my first time hearing it. Oh, actually. okay. You're right. you're about to be one there, uh, Robert. Oh, you're about good. To be an agorist. All right. Yeah. Are you an are you an anarchist? Um, uh, myself. Look, I. I, I'm 53 years old, and I'm a get off my fucking lawn-ist. That's pretty yeah. much what I am. I, I, right That's now, an right, right, right now, currently, uh, my wife and I just bought six and a half acres out in the fucking country. We're going to homestead it. Gonna, you're an anarchist. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. He's doing but, it. He's being an, an agorist. Right. You know what it is. Right. I mean, it's a, it's so, you know, if, if that's what my label is going to become, so be it. Uh, but it's more just, you know, I just want to I just want to be left alone and do my mm-hmm. thing. Find a way to 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 exempt myself from taxes on that property, which is pretty easy to fucking do. And and be done. Nobody, everybody leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, I I always say agorism. I usually say it's like a more specific version of ANCAP, which I don't know if you know what ANCAP is, an anarcho-capitalist. Right. So, right. like, 
but agorist is more specifically it kind of is like prescribes tactics and you're kind of already doing those tactics like a big concept in uh, agorism is the like the markets like black markets gray markets white markets black markets shit that's like completely illegal uh gray markets is like that like kind of gray area where it's like I mean, that would be something as simple as growing, you know, I guess maybe not growing your own food might not necessarily be perfect, but like, I don't know, say you're, you're trying to homestead. Yeah, growing your own <laughs> weed, se- selling, say say you have cows, selling milk to your neighbors. It's like Absolutely. technically technically speaking, you're probably supposed to fucking claim taxes on that shit, but it's like, who the fuck does that? No one does that. <laughs> so it's like, it's really a tactic of kind of like draining the state, like, and it's all honestly it's more of like a mentality because like if we can just get everyone to have that mentality of like to not only be like i'm not i'm going to give the state as little as i possibly can without getting in trouble but also be shameless about it like i feel like that's a that's a good that's a good society because I, a lot of people will do whether they will like say like they're a waitress and they won't they won't like uh, claim taxes and their tips but they in the back of their head they kind of just have this like nagging like well, I'm supposed to. It's like, no, no, you aren't. Like, fuck them. <laughs> like, that's your goddamn money. <laughs> you earned yeah. it by being fake nice to people that you don't care about. Like, you should keep that money. You earned that yeah. money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, you know, you know, I, I've lived, you know, I've lived in the city, as it were, for many years now, for well over 30 years plus now and i'm just fucking tired of it. i grew up in the country i grew up being self-sufficient learned how to do all of that and i'm like that's what that's what we need to get back to i was just having a talk with my son and i'm like look you know you're 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 15 years old you need to come live with me for a year when we get out here and start doing this let me show you how to work the earth let me show you how to make for yourself and do for yourself mm-hmm. Because this independence that everybody seems to have on somebody doing for them, whether it's through production, whether it's through capitalism, whether it's through legislation, is just fucking insane. It's just like it's not it's not it's it it, it, it doesn't have any long term possibility. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just not sustainable, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, But uh, so now I think John, John told me. what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a fucking fed. I work for the government. I'm I'm I'm, I'm active duty military. I actually I legit have like a couple more weeks before I go on terminal because I'm uh, I'm getting I'm at, I've been in in eleven years in the Air Force and I'm getting out. Um, so you know, and part of that is to do with it. I I always try to tell people because I've been an ANCAP for a while. You know, or like I mean, Agoras is more specific, more recently, but. I'm going to kind of throw these terms around a, a little bit, but they're kind of interchangeable. ANCAP, agorist, libertarian. Like I'm, ki- I'm kind of all of them. It just depends on how specific I'm being. But uh, yeah. I try to be, I, tr- I try to be very clear that I'm, this isn't some like me being a hero, like Captain save like, oh, you know, <laughs> like, uh, oh, I'm not doing this because it's immoral. Because I do actually think, I mean, you can get in the weeds, but, you know, if you have anything to do with like the shit going on, I, I do think military service is immoral to some extent. Yeah. Um, but... Depending on what you're doing, if you're that asshole fucking folding towels in the in the base gym, like let's be real, like you you aren't really doing shit. If anything, you're just draining money, government money. So you're just a welfare whore. But like, yeah, so you're just the guy who you know, with the guy who's responsible for being an asshole, like yeah. you're just washing that dude's underwear. You know? Yes, exactly. And it's like it's <laughs> yeah. also like if you didn't exist, like they would just go to a base gym elsewhere. So like, I don't know. I mean, right. if you're if you're someone literally dropping bombs on people, and that's and that's another story. You're directly responsible you can't be like oh well just 
skewing orders. Like that didn't work for certain people in the World War II, so it's not going to work for you either. So like it doesn't absolve you of moral right. responsibility. Um, That's true. But no, I'm my biggest reason. Like I said, I've been angry for a while, so I've had this thought process for a while. I just kind of was like, I guess just selfish like that, and you know, I have bills to pay and shit. But I've kind of seen the writing on the wall, and I don't know when this is going to go to shit or how it's going to go to shit. But I don't think I want to in any way be dependent on the government or or reduce the amount that I'm dependent on the government to the furthest extent possible. Because I think if shit gets real, you do not want to be on the dole, whether that means you're some welfare whore, whether that means you have a government job. I think like, don't get me wrong. I think if like, say we have a collapse, I think the people with government jobs will probably do better than people that are like uh, on welfare or whatever. But you're still not going to do as good as someone like, Robert here, who's who's homesteaded out in the country and, you know, just straight mm-hmm. chilling like he's going to be fucking killing it when that pops off, you know, <laughs> so like that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the way I see things like I do not want to be dependent on the government government in any way you know, or to the least amount possible. So because I think things are going to get real in the next like and even if they don't get real in the next like decade or so, I also like I want to set things up for the future because I think within my lifetime or my children's lifetime, they will be so, you know. Yeah, see, that's yeah, uh, I mean, how, how symbolically cool would it be to pass on your ammunition to your project? You know what I mean? Like, you, don't, you, didn't, you didn't have to use it, so that's one, you know, one symbolism. You didn't have to use it. And then, two, you know what I mean? They inherit the means to defend themselves from you. In a like, weird way, it'd be almost cooler, too, if they do make it all illegal and you're like, here you go. Yeah, that's even better. Even better, yeah. In a certain fucked up kind of way. <laughs> Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know, one of the the thing about you know the the liberty movement, libertarianism. I'll use I'll say libertarianism because you know that's always been the thing between John and I, and even going into anarchism, and I won't say agorism, you know, uh, just mainly anarchism. My biggest problem with that, you know, finding some way for that to function in present day society, I I. I I keep running into a brick wall and that is, right. you know, a combination of advanced technology, you know, this digital age we're at and population, especially population densities. Like it's, it, it almost seems impossible for something like that to function in this country based off those two things, because now it's, you know, it's, it's, it's almost as if all of the, the, the hurt feelings that we have on social media, right? The outcry, oh, somebody said something mean to me. You've got to stop that. <laughs> now it's filtering into present day life where it's starting to be legislated on, right? <laughs> and yeah. I, don't, I don't know how those, those things could combine and actually be beneficial for people like could we ever can we get to a point of real liberty in this digital age and with the amount of people that we have in this country i think yes and no one thing i've been saying a lot is going forward i think we're going to see a big divide uh i think we're going to see and we're kind of seeing it between the red the blue the rural the urban like i think we're going to see this big divide i think the the like especially the blue urban areas are going to start getting more authoritarian and i think the rural you know a lot of times red not perfectly along these these divides but somewhat roughly i think as time goes on we're going to see like them become like the the rural areas becoming more free and then the the urban areas becoming less free and it's gonna be like this divide and whether we get secession or whatever other i don't know i think it 
I've been saying a lot that I think I I'm if I had to guess it'd be something like a soft secession, soft nullification, where it's like you have these crazy authoritarian shit in certain areas. But in other areas, it's like, yeah, there's still part of this giant apparatus that's a state, but it's kind of like, yeah, but we're not really doing that kind of deal. Like that, like that's kind of what I see. I might be wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I do think it's definitely possible, but at the same time, I, I kind of get what you're getting on the idea that, you know, could we even function without a state? And I think I like to com- like compare like statism to racism, uh, in a sense, because what you got to realize what statism is. All it is, is the myth of authority. It's very root. It's mm-hmm. the, if you bring it down to a very root, like what statism is, like what, it's the belief that someone else has the right to rule you. And then on the inverse, the people that believe they have the right to rule people. So like, it's that simple. That's what it gets down to. And there's always going to be people that have that. I mean, whether that's just some fucking tribe out in the woods that with some, even if it's some commune and they have some leader that they somehow allow them, like he gets to coerce upon them for some fucking reason. But I I do think it's one of those things that's like never going to go away. I think it may be lessened. Uh, It's, but and then also on the other hand, I think what you're getting at too a little bit was like it's if, if it's even feasible, which I don't know. I may we may never see anarchism in my life. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't. I mean, I think we we'll, might see things close to it ish. I think it's it's like kind of almost like a spectrum type deal. Well, so that's kind of how I see it. All right. I think also that uh, I don't think you can see anarchism on a large scale because anarchism is kind of an individual thing it's you know it's two individuals you know uh voluntarily associating with each other you know that in itself mm-hmm. is anarchism right yeah. so you can't like uh if it, it was explained not to me directly but um I, i'm sure you're familiar with ace right ace oh yeah yeah, yeah. So he had a very good analogy for this which is uh like scale is just a, uh, it's just an aggregate of smaller scales so, like, the large scale is just an aggregate of smaller groups. So it's all these individual small groups make up, you know, the large scale, of course. Right. So just those groups interacting with each other without the rest of the groups are – that's anarchy right there. That's exactly mm-hmm. what that is. And that makes a lot of sense to me, at least. Right. Yeah. And it, but I always run into, you know, much like Jose was saying, it's like even, even when you bring it down to the smaller scale in a more anarchist society mm-hmm. – there is still going to be the idea of the state in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's a, where it's whether it's a local, we'll call it, yeah. we'll say you can use overlord, mayor, uh, you know, group leader, somebody who's in charge. There's always going to be the idea of a state, and the, then the manager is at Buffalo Wild Wings, right? right? You know, there's still going to be and as <laughs> and as soon above you. and as soon as you have <laughs> that, you've created a power structure, and then what do we know about power? Power always corrupts, and then you'll always you're going to lead into corruption. And, and, and so it, it's, it brings me back in this circle where I'm like, well, you know, when you have larger populations, the state gets stronger, right? It, it, the state takes more power because you have to have more control over that population. And the only real solution is the country breaks down. Like we, the, we could not be the America we are today in an anarchist type society or a libertarian society it you've got to break Thank it you. apart it can't be this great nation that it is it would be smaller nation states it's the only way it would work in my opinion 
Well, that's kind of the beauty of like what well, I was talking about agorism earlier and kind of in a sense a little bit like what you're doing is to some extent you are in a way living anarchy. I mean, obviously you're going to interact with the state on some level, but you're reducing the, the, the amount that you will interact with the state to a certain degree. And there are ways to continue to increase that. And the more people you can get to do that, you know, more people who you get to start, you know, moving their life that way, the easier it makes for other people to move their life that way. And also another big part about agorism is it advocates not using the state at all. Like, so it actually advocates not voting. Because, like, mm-hmm. theoretically, if everyone just stopped voting, the state would wither away. So, like, which, obviously, that's a just a thought experiment. Like, we wouldn't be able to get people to do that. But, you know, what happens when you're at 90%, 80%, 70%, 60%? At some point, it's like, yeah, you may not have anarchy, but if you have, like, 10% or only 10% of the people in the nation are voting, there is something to where the elected leader is going to be like, uh, yeah, like, 90% of the people, for one reason or another, dude aren't involved so i need to walk a tight line here <laughs> like so like it may not be anarchy per se you know what i mean that's why i'm like i know a lot of people get caught up anarchy is just kind of like a mindset or even like he like mm-hmm. uh, john was getting at a relationship like i like to use the example of like a mob like if you live in a fucking if you live in a town that's controlled by the mafia like in principle it's no different than the state right like yeah. it, it just isn't but the only diff the big difference is if you're in that town with the mafia people don't People don't have this illusion that these people have a right to rule them. They just understand mm-hmm. that it's just they are ruling by just straight up fucking violence. Well, every and, four years you get to pick yeah. the new Don. So, yeah, you know I mean? so it's not that bad, really, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but at least the difference there is it's kind of like a mindset. Because if you can get people to like at least realize that, like, because like I feel like it's way more pervasive the state than like a mafia. They've actually shown that. In a lot of places, I mean, I'm getting a little weeds here and talking to my ass, but that mafias in a lot of places, people thought they were better. They actually performed better than the state. They cleaned up, dealt with crime. They they had less yeah. collateral damage than the, than the fucking state did. Like, it helped it, their word, too. They, yeah. like, you protection from them, they protected you. And I think <laughs> you know? part, part of that is because they didn't have this illusion that they had a right to rule them. They knew, even on their side, that it came from just straight-up violence. So, like, yeah. it, that, that's, I think that matters. Like, be, even if it's as simple as, like, we know this, even if we accept that the state will always exist, if we can at least get, like, a country or, or a, you know, a critical mass is, like, they don't have the right to do this, they may still keep doing it to some extent, but at least I think, I feel like it changes the dynamic in a, in a big way. So, yeah. Well, I, you know, I can, I can understand that. Um, but, we, you know, my thought is, you know, I want us to become isolationist, right? I mean, I, if, if, I think if, the, if we became a more isolationist country, then, then what the people have to say in this country starts to change. Because we, you know, if, if we just told our people, we don't give a fuck what's going on mm-hmm. elsewhere. We don't the care. DJ philosophy, right? I. It doesn't matter. You know what? You know how racist these other countries are, or how they treat women, or how they treat their people. That's on them. If those people want to stand up and fight and do something about it, that's on them. We stay the fuck out of it. Now let's just focus on us. Let's focus on our problems, and then those problems aren't really as fucking negatively impacting as people want to make it out to be and then the one percent that is so vocal now doesn't it it won't be as loud because people are like you know what 
we've got ourselves to take care of. Why don't you shut the fuck up and let's worry about doing us. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, I, these aren't mutually exclusive ideas. If anything, I actually think like anarchists like me and John drive the drive it that way. Because like, yes, we may never see our state. If anything, like increasing the amount of anarchists within within this fucking country, if anything, I, th- I mean, it depends on the type of anarchist you're talking about. There's different types. But generally oh, yeah. speaking, me and John's flavor of anarchists, the more anarchists you have within this nation, the, the closer you get to that. Because once they realize that they have a populace that doesn't recognize or a, a decent amount that doesn't recognize their legitimacy, it's going to stop them from doing shit like that. They're going to think twice before they fucking... Or, or even on with you, Robert, with you, like, kind of, you know, you're going to be homesteading. You're not going to be giving them as much taxes. They're going to have less they can take from you to where it's like they may get to a point where if we get more people who do shit like that, like, you get to a point where it's like we can't afford these fucking forever wars. Like, they can only print so much money without until they're going to just, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know it's like the, the, the printer go burr, but at some point yeah, yeah. they're going to fuck themselves and. They want to keep this gravy train going, you know. So yeah, I mean, even <laughs> even Democrats recognize the harm of inflation, just not. They don't care, I guess, as much about it. But even yeah, even they recognize. That's why they they negotiated for the fourteen hundred dollar stimulus check instead of the two thousand dollar one. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they said, oh yeah, you already got the six hundred dollar one, but really they were just like, yeah, we don't want to print quite that much money, so well, let's kind of. Well, look, you know, I, 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 I understand that, you know, like the welfare system is broken and it should be taken, it should be dropped, you know, and, you know, but I don't have that. I wouldn't have as much problem with giving people in this country money if I knew yeah. that there weren't billions upon billions of dollars being handed out around the world to other countries. And here's an example. Mm-hmm. All this shit that's been going on in Israel and Gaza right over the last couple of weeks Graham just came out and said that Israel is about to ask us for a billion dollars to restock the missiles they were using for their iron dome defense they want us to foot the bill to restock their missile supply and I'm like why in the fuck would we even bother doing that right but that's a billion dollars that can go to Americans, that can go to something here yeah. in America, help bring production back to America, to help drive costs down of American goods. That billion dollars could be used so much better here. Mm-hmm. And that's just or just a, stop taking out our our check. But yeah, I get, right. I get what you're but saying. You, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the tax burden could be lessened on Americans if we had all those billions that we're spending around the world, mm-hmm. no matter whether it's on these wars or whether it's in aid. Why the fuck do we care? Oh, I agree. I mean, in the, but like once again, like like I think uh, you know having an anarchist mentality, if anything, drives it that way. Which is like you know this like anarchist minarchist divide. I think it's just a mentality thing. And as long as you aren't like, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're they're anarchists are very much like a burn it down type thing. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm not like necessarily. I'm not like a actively go burn down. If the state does right. it to itself, fuck yeah, I'm all about it. But like, right. I mean, I'm not like. I'm not like a boogaloo type. I mean, it, I mean, I joke about it, but I like if, course, if yeah. you know, I mean, it depends on you to define it. Like if you're saying collectivized defense, like not even offense, like, and sure. Okay. Whatever. I'm all, I'm all for people grouping together and protecting themselves against the state. But like, I don't think we should like do some 1776 type shit. Like when I say anarchist, that's not what I mean. Right. If anything, like, 
I don't know if you've heard Lebowetti, like he uh, he was a writer and he, his quote was like, I, I don't ask that you put hands upon the I'm going to fuck it up. It's like, I don't ask that you put hands upon the tyrant. I just ask that you that you walk away and like in like a behemoth or like a titan or Goliath, he, he will fall on his of his own weight. And so like that's mm. kind of like if anything, it's just walk away. You know, stop recognizing it, and I mean, it just will. And like, yeah, I won't. Like, you're probably never going to get like this magical critical mass, or where everyone has this belief. But really, if anything, like, it's, that's kind of the best way to get a minarchist society too. Like, ideally, yeah. you know, what I mean, like, we're kind of moving the same way. <laughs> like, so they're not like mutually exclusive in a sense. You know, I mean, it's just the only difference is I would be like, well, let's go a little farther, but we're not even close <laughs> to there. So who gives a fuck? <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, and and, and, and and you know, you bring up the you bring up the electric boogaloo, and 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 you know, the biggest <laughs> problem I've had with that is like I don't have a problem with revolt against tyrants, right? I don't have an issue with that because that is something this country was founded on, right? To stand up to tyranny and 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 stand on your own two feet. However, over the last 30, 40 years, I've watched as two parties have pitted Americans against one another to where mm -hmm. any kind of revolt is going to be American against American in, well, in, in our yards, in our streets, not taking it to the tyrants because they well, pitted so us against us, uh, each other for so long. So this is about to get dangerously close to getting us shut down, but that was kind of why the... Thing that the incident that happened in January uh, was so shocking to especially the elites, especially the people who run the country. That's why it was so shocking, because they actually hit the right target for once. It hasn't happened before, not in a long time. And so they finally hit the right target, well, <laughs> and uh, they hit themselves a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with that, but I mean, I, I have to say to me that was... Uh, it wound up seeming to me like more of a, a selfie opportunity, right? That yeah, was, that was yeah. the thing that pissed me off the, the most. It was just tour. like, yeah. woo, you know, oh, I got a selfie in this office and I did this and oh, yeah, that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what something like this is supposed to be about, right? Right. Well, it wasn't, though. It wasn't like it was planned. It was right. just like, that's, but that's what it's being talked about. And that's why, they, like I said, they shit themselves. That's why these, you know, you saw the how many National Guard were in uh, D.C. for how long? Like I, th right. I think they're just now. Yeah, this the rest this, of them out. this past week they 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 gave yeah. the pullout orders. Yeah, I know. I think the powers that be love January sixth. To be honest. Oh, I think they uh, did too. Now I'm just saying, not during. Not I don't know. Even during, even during. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna go so far as be conspiracy minded and be like they let it happen, but it's kind of one of those things where like. You know, it really wouldn't be that unbelievable if they did, you know, because it's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of a perfect thing for them. They kind of were able to easily shuffle their fucking troubled child out of there and he got him to mm -hmm. shut the fuck up um, and, you know, Trumpy, you know, like and yeah, I mean, and it kind of gave them a good, a legitimate reason to be able to stamp down. They, they've they are already like kind of sort of I mean, I mean, I'm. Talking about asshole. I'm pretty sure they tried to do like a whole bunch of other bills that were very authoritarian oh, yeah, after. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, it yeah. gave them so many reasons to push shit that they want to do. You know, that, so that's if, a good point. I, I mean, I am. They're, yeah. they're also able to put that on uh, certain Republicans mm -hmm. being able to tie them to that and saying, oh, you know, this person is just like this. And then that person may or may not get, uh, you know, replaced, not, might not get elected again. 
yeah. from you know uh, next year. Yeah, it's a. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, don't get me wrong. Like when I saw that happening, a part of me was like, "This is fucking awesome." Like, this is like, yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, like this, like this is super <laughs> fucking dope. But like on the other yeah. hand, I knew like this is not gonna be good. It's kind of like for me being an anarchist. It's like when I see. Like I always make the I I use this example when I talk about January six a lot. There was a uh, there was some dude who I don't know the specifics. I do really need to figure out the specifics because I use this example a lot. But it's this guy who got pulled over by cops. He wasn't doing anything wrong. I think they you come to find out later he had some like drugs on him or something and like he didn't want to go to jail. But they the cops like kept being like get out of the car, get out of the car, get out of the car, and they were like they tased him multiple times. He didn't do anything wrong. For me as an anarchist, this guy did nothing wrong morally nothing wrong the cops in my opinion have no moral authority over anyone to be like you need to fucking get out and they assaulted him multiple times and then they ended up yanking him out of the car and then like i think it was like a third or fourth time of being like assaulted by the cops he pulled out his gun and blew them a both way i think that was retarded but morally i actually think it was in the right and that's kind of the same idea with like the january 6th thing where it's like (laughs) like with the january 6th thing it's kind of like I think, in a sense, they were morally correct. I just think tactically yeah. that was retarded, it was like right. short-sighted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like because like that Oops, guy that did shot we the cops. Do a revolt? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, that, and I'm actually not a big fan of revolt. I think it almost never ends well. It just puts right. another person in power. I know we're really romantic about 1776, but I'm no history buff. But if you really think about it deeply, like, I mean, I we weren't really it wasn't really that bad and it didn't well, take that long for it to go to shit after well, that so well, i was gonna say yeah you know how long it took before uh before the boot was brought down on the neck of the american people yeah it was it immediately right the whiskey rebellion much, you know? yeah exactly pretty <laughs> right. much right away right? It was, but it, you know it, it, yeah that's an excellent example because you know it always brings to mind and i know it was you know it uh, Mel Gibson said it in the Patriot, but you know it was it's that it was that thought from back in the day. Why should I trade a tyrant mm-hmm. three thousand miles away for a tyrant three miles away? Mm-hmm. Right? Why? An excellent analogy. I love right. that. Yeah. You know absolutely. why? Why do th- you know how is this going to serve my family? Yeah. How's it going to serve my purpose, my life, and, and their life? Mel Gibson's character forward. is definitely an anarchist. Right. Sure. Um, yeah, that movie is really yeah. based. <laughs> yeah, but. Okay. Uh, Terrible, yeah, it, terribly uh, historically inaccurate. But. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that thing that nice. that thing that happened in January. I'm not. I I'm not even going to speculate or hypothesize as to who would be considered behind that or allowed that. However, <laughs> both sides oh. took away from that the opportunity to create a stronger oh, state. Snap. Right. I mean, it, it was a way for the. the Everybody got an avenue to build a stronger state foundation with more authority and, and, and more power. And it's been evident in how they've approached going after the people and what they've done with legislation. I mean, there's, you know, you can go on WhiteHouse.gov and, and it's surprising to see little bits of legislation that are going on the floor, this, that, and the other thing that nobody's talking about. No, nothing. You know, and it's like, well, well, but, but they're about to do this and they're about to do that. Even the shit that they're wrapping into these COVID packages, like they're sneaking shit in there that is just very statist, very controlling. And it's like, mm, you know, but we gave Real them quick, that. Op- they got that option. What? Real quick. Uh, I wouldn't interrupt you if, if it wasn't important. Is it uh, important? Quest Fanning has, yes, has donated $15 to us. Bringing us, bringing us 40% of the way to our goal. We'll have a uh, drunk gaming stream. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, if you guys uh, want to see that, want to take part in that, uh, the link down below, buymeacoffee.com. Uh, you guys can donate there, and once we reach our goal, like I said, we'll be doing a drunk gaming stream with everyone who's supported. So you're welcome. It was my sex appeal. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I I would donate, but I've dr I've seen John, John drunk gaming in person, and it it never ends well. I'm just <laughs> it always ends fantastically for you. It's called for passing me, out, yeah. right? Right, the person who matters. <laughs> okay, so uh, now now. From the standpoint of, okay, you know, I talked about population, Jose, you know, we've got 300, you know, working on 350 million people in this country, right? Mm -hmm. um, you, how do you get them to spread out? How do you get them to, to stop this, uh, this mentality that we have to be clumped together? Like, you know, to really push an agorist uh, situation, People got to get the fuck away from everybody else, right? They got to start moving out. They got to find places where they can have land, try and do self-sufficiency, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, I mean, how, how, do you, how do you incentivize people to do that? You know, because everything is about incentive now, right? Everything mm -hmm. has to be incentivized for most of these younger generations. Um, you know, how do you convince them that hard work and self-sufficiency is more important than sitting in an apartment building downtown getting checks from the government? Yeah, I, I think you bring up a good point. Incentives. I, I don't think mm -hmm. you do. I think the incentives will do it naturally on its own. I, I can screech and, and, and go on on my podcast all the time. And I think there's something to that. You're identifying the remnant. There are people this, this message will uh, identify with. There are also people that it will not. And like, if anything, I'm actually a big fan of divisiveness right now. Like I want mm -hmm. to take people that have a belief similar to mine and cement them further in it. And I want to take the people who don't and cement them further in there. So that way we can start going to our own separate little areas and we can start driving that way. Like, and I think there will be the, you brought up incentives. I think the incentive will be Liberty. Like, so the people who Liberty is an incentive for them will start making the moves that will get them closer to Liberty, whether that be moved to the country or become less dependent on the government or, or, you know, just a multitude of things. And then the people who have the opposite incentives who don't, that's not their value system. They will go the other way. And that's, Kind of why I think we will have pockets of freedom and we will have pockets of fucking authoritarianism. So, and, kind of, and, yeah. And, and, but now, the uh, capitalism. Capitalism comes into play in all of this in such a hardcore way that, you know, I mean, capitalism is more in more control of our lives, in my opinion, in a lot of ways, than the government is. Right? I mean, and, it depends on what, you, what definition of capitalism you're using, though. Well. I think. Well, there's, there's a few different ways that capitalism is used. Well, if you're, I, I get what you're getting at, I can answer this though. I I, I know what you're getting right, at. Right, because if, yeah. if if you're not self-sufficient, you rely on capitalism in in sure. in all its varied forms, right? For everything that you need and everything that you want, and and the the you know a glaring example of how capitalism, even from the standpoint of workforce, has been made evident after all of this COVID money, all of the unemployment benefits, where people are you know we've talked about this before, where people are getting a taste of what it's like to make a real wage by not doing fuck, right? I don't have to work and I'm getting a shit to, more money than I was making in my job. You know, capitalists control us in so many ways. You know. That is is my biggest concern is that they are eventually going to be the power versus the government. 
Yeah, I, I get what you're getting at. And that's kind of why agorism, I think, is such a was such a thing that resonated with me this past like year or two and that why I've recently kind of made that change. Because one emphasis of agorism is that, you know, and agorism actually doesn't tech, uh, tend to like the word capitalism because capitalism does have a lot of connotations. But you have to understand what we're living under is not what an ANCAP would consider capitalism. I'm sure you know this. Uh, it's, you know, you can call it crony capitalism, capitalism, you can call it corporatism, or you can call it fascism. It was Mussolini himself who said that, you know, uh, fascism could more accurately be called corporatism because it's a merger of, of the public and the state. And mm -hmm. like, it seems cool when you have like Amazon, you're like, this is fucking dope. This comes here like in a day or whatever, or like, because the, the, the lot of this, too, is that the state has, like, regulated all these businesses and they have, like, created these large, huge businesses that have, like, like kind of taken over their markets. But what you're doing is you're centralizing and that's only going to work. So, like, it seems nice for a while until it's not. And then when it's not, it goes to shit because this is actually a, not a very good, like, it seems good in the short term, but we've kind of seen this past year that, like, like, there were some issues with supply lines and stuff and, like, so the more that the state starts centralizing things under their their system of fascism, because that's the thing is like, like fascism is this idea that the government can like kind of control the fucking the uh, the economy, you know, through corporations and somehow they can fucking be a magic little puppet master. And it seems great because you're, you're kind of build up these big businesses and make them bigger. But then like there becomes issues when you further centralize, like, especially like with supply lines and stuff. And it's these unseen things that you don't notice until it's an issue. And once it's an issue, it's an issue. It's because you put all your eggs in one basket. And now once Amazon's fucking up or, you know, you know, like look at bacon, bacon is still expensive as fuck right now. <laughs> yes, it is. And I love bacon. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm buying pigs. Yeah. <laughs> and so that, that is a, yeah. and that is a good argument for why this is actually not a good form, you know, whether you want to call it free markets or capitalism or whatever, it's not advantageous. It's going to go to shit eventually. And so it's like, once you start seeing past this stuff, you can start being like, oh, okay. And you can start thinking for the future. Cause I, I do think, you know, we are becoming more and more of a fascist country. And I don't mean in the gay, like lefty way when people say fascism and they just mean, <laughs> and they just mean that which they don't like. I, I, I mean, right. yeah, I mean, corporatism, you know, fucking like literally like a hierarchy of fucking corporations that fucking serve the state. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what we have state, now. Nothing outside yeah. the state, nothing against the state, all those, yeah. you know, Mussolini yeah. things. Yeah. Because right now, like, there's so many different, like, kickbacks that all these major corporations get. Like, uh, the big thing recently, like, uh, with the fucking Elon Musk thing, a lot of people surmise that, like, hey, the guy, because he's so, you know, indebted to the, the government in a lot of ways. He gets a lot of kickbacks, a lot of shit from them, a lot of corporate welfare. Like all they gotta do is, I mean, I don't know. Like maybe they do on the DL. I don't know. The feds are spooky people. They can be like, "Yo, uh, we're gonna fucking pull away this benefit if you don't do what we say." And they're like, oh, okay, all right, oh, yeah. whoa. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. So it happens all the time. Um, I mean, if you want like evidence of a an organization doing that, uh, the EU does it all the time to their member states. You know, they have all this money that they collect from the member states, and then they distribute it based on need and, uh, you know, want, but mostly need. Um, but then if the country is not exactly, you know, Toe siding the with them or taking their, yeah, yeah. Then they'll be like, well, we're not going to give you as much this time. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay, here's the rest of it now that you're complying, right? Completely unrelated, but they do it all. It happens all the time. 
Yeah. So this we know that the... it happens, just maybe not. I don't know if it happens with our country, but yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. And, and fascism is so pernicious, though, because it just lulls you into this idea of that, like, things are so dope because you see all this, like, you know, giant corporatism. And you do, like we see Amazon, we see Google and you're like, oh, this is fucking dope. But it's like what you don't realize is they are they are centralizing like a motherfucker. So it's like you just need mm-hmm. one little thing, one supply chain hiccup, one whatever. And it's like you're you're fucked. Like, I, right. mean, I mean, yeah. One warehouse to unionize, perhaps. Right. Yeah, um, that could be a big yeah. problem. If, for Amazon. It, if it happens, <laughs> it could be, except they'll just be like, oh, OK, well, you're all fired. We've got robots that can do your job. I mean, Amazon is right. Amazon's right. not far off from just, you know, just fucking getting rid of most of their workforce. They really aren't. But, you know, the, the thing, you know, the thing about it is, it's like you were talking about, you know, you know, governments, you know, expecting corporations to to toe the line. But there's a there's the other side of that where corporatism is in control of what's happening in the government as well. I mean, there's as much money being lobbied into the government by big corporations to manipulate legislation to where even if it's bad legislation that's not great for them, they get it tweaked to where it's not so bad, right? If they just lobby with enough money, with enough corporate pressure, etc. Um, to where I still struggle to figure out who actually is in charge. And 20 years from now, who will actually be in charge? Where they'll just come from behind the shadows and say, you know what? We've been pulling the strings long enough. Uh, you need to do what we say right i mean it's it's both obviously i I mean i mean i i don't know who knows maybe one magically controls the other but obviously it's both because neither of them is a monolith the state's not a monolith the the businesses aren't a monolith but it definitely goes both ways you know they they definitely you know like it goes back and forth you you have the different lobbies and even even then they're like they're basically almost to some extent one and the same because like they you, know, you have the interchange between like, say, for example, with the war state, you know, you have the generals who get out and go fucking go work at Raytheon or like or like you look right. at the feds who go then fucking, you know, like, was it Clapper works at fucking CNN or whatever the fuck like or MSNBC. So it, it's they, they it's just this 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 circle jerk that it goes back and forth. I mean, at the end of the day, like obviously the the government is the fucking control structure with which they use. So like because. And if the government magically disappeared and it was just corporations, like honestly, the corporation, and that's one big thing about agorism is the, the theory that like corporations actually aren't efficient. So if we like say we actually had anarchy, like the corporations basically wouldn't be a thing because like it just is unwieldy. Because if you really think about a corporation, you really think about how inefficient they are. Like, cause they have to do some, they have to follow so many regulations and stuff. Like it, it just most likely, I mean, I'm just theorizing cause who, who knows, but even if somehow corporations did exist in a free, free state, a free country, like with no government, they it still would be like, if anything, like they wouldn't be able to coerce you. Like they're like, at the end of the day, they're like, here's this product. Do you want to buy it? And if you're like, no, you're like, okay. Like it's that simple. Like it's the state that gives them the, the apparatus of control. Right. So. Well, I've, I've, I've long held this, you know, this idea that, um, you know, and, and it really sank in. Uh, there was a show on sci-fi called Continuum that uh, was based on this idea um, that, you know, there are key parts of the government that if corporations actually took them over and it's education, military and taxes, 
which corporations could easily, you know, privatize those things um, if they could get them out of the hold of the government. But if they had access to those three things, they would become the new state mm -hmm. <clears throat> because those three key things are, you know, those are those are the behemoth in my mind that the government just really, you know, spends too much money on and has too much control over. Education is, I hate that the government has any fucking say in education, I, you know, at all. Yeah. Even, even down to the local level, I'm like, you know what, you know, forcing kids to go to school in a, in a specific way and standardizing education and then brainwashing them through college. Um, it's, it's, you got to get fucking government out of schools, but privatizing it puts power into the hands of those who, conglomerate you know um, that that suck it all up and and try and do it i, mean, I don't yes. know i mean with with education if you privatize education it would just i don't know i have a hard time believing that there would be some like mega global corp that would fucking rule shit or or well, anything like well, you know it, what i mean like well so, here, here, here there would be a chain of schools like a you know I mean, like we have chain restaurants and yeah. so there would be like chains of schools right but but I think that, hang on, because I think there's a, the big difference between uh, government school and private schools is that uh, private schools have a customer, whereas state schools have products. That's the difference. State schools are making products, whereas um, the privatized schools are serving a customer. I mean, they it's both a, are the customers. Just who different. is the customer? <laughs> well, that's, that's true, too. But, okay, well, so who are you, though, as the student? right yeah in the state schools you are the product in a private school you are the customer or your parents are you know so that, that's kind of my point though so what i mean is a private school will be held way more accountable by the customers than a state-funded school where you have no recourse i mean what do you do join the pta and you know you're then you become one of those karen moms in the, you know in the gym screaming at the you know what i mean like you don't have any there's nothing you can do yeah, if right. some if if some magical globo globo school corp fucking took it over, it would be like okay, they did that somehow magically by corner the cornering the market by being, you know, awesome at what they're doing. So, right. like, well, so I mean, it's like whatever. You know, I mean, it, I don't think that would work out that way. Monopolies are kind of one of those things that they, you know, people always say we need them to uh, need the states, otherwise there'd be monopolies. But it's like. I don't really. I actually am not a big fan of the concept of monopolies existing without a state because it's there would always be somebody who would undercut, you know, whether it be by price or provide yeah. a better product and some like a superior product that maybe you could pay more for. There's always going to be different choices. So right. Well, see, I always mm -hmm. point to the largest uh, uh, monopoly that's ever existed, the uh, the British East India Company. That was mm. the biggest uh, monopoly that's ever existed, and it was it was just an arm of the crown the british empire that's all it was so it was a private company technically but it was heavily funded and um i guess i guess they had all, you know, all kinds of deals and stuff basically the india's company's uh job was to make the crown rich it's and a private company bro very very well <laughs> yeah. but it's a private company yeah at the same time though but their whole business model is make the crown rich <laughs> like that was what their whole thing was and they became the largest monopoly that has ever been yeah, and that, that's kind of the shitty thing about corporations or the existence of a state is because a lot of people think have this like divide of like private and public, but it's like it's not that simple. Like Amazon right. is a fucking wing of the state. You can say they're a private company, but they are so fucking indebted or 
basically in some senses almost one and the same with with a state that they basically are the state. So it's like if you're getting any sort of kickbacks of the government, I mean, obviously it's a spectrum. Like it's not like zeros and ones. Like, I mean, this, the Amazon isn't entirely the state, but they are so indebted to the state where they are definitely a tool of the state for goddamn sure. But like your fucking mm-hmm. little bodega down the street. No, I mean, they're, they're not. I mean, <laughs> like, but, it, but, but look at the behemoth. Oh, and I that... actually have a, another the, the, real quick. The chat is uh, adding something on to what I was saying. The East uh, Seawall says the East India Trading Company also had a royal mandate, which prevented any competition, which is a, probably a much more important thing. Well, like I said, right. their whole job was make the crown rich. Yeah, which is that so it comes along. You can't have competition. Right? Yeah, that's a big thing with the state too. Is they that's the whole thing yeah. with regulations is they they cut out competition. So that's how you get yeah. these gigantic corporations. Well, well see, they have these regulations. OSHA is the worst at this. They have so many regulations that it prevent it creates a barrier to entry for these industries. Right. Like I mean, I, I you know you know I was in a job recently that dealt heavily with OSHA and their regulations. There was another place that opened up in the same building that we were in, and uh, they were doing well. They were just brand new, and then boom, these regulations hit. They they had to spend uh, upwards of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to be made up to OSHA regulations or the code. And of course, we were around for long enough that we could stomach that cost. But this guy was brand new; he couldn't do it. And you know, six months into being his own business, had to shut down. Just because he couldn't afford the cost to be brought up to code, which was just, I mean, he's just in the wrong place at the wrong time. He started it right as the codes yeah. were coming, you know, becoming law. And, and the so, difference with that, with like an OSHA violation, is that's backed up by force. Whereas if you just have some corporation that's selling a product and you don't want that product, they don't get to put a gun to your head and go, buy the motherfucking product. And like, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, exactly. Okay, so, you know, I'll use Amazon as an example because literally amazon is becoming a behemoth i mean they're buying up their uh, all their own avenue creating all their own avenues for shipping and global uh global trade etc etc i mean they are becoming huge and they're making themselves even bigger and they're getting into Mm -hmm. every different type like right now uh bezos is like oh i support marijuana legislation and i'm not going to drug test for marijuana and my employee for most of my employees anymore um of course you know why not because what does he bezos want to sell on amazon he wants to sell fucking weed on amazon i'm not you know i'm not i'm I'm not even in doubt about that right so so the question is like a company with amazon as it grows and as it gets bigger and as they're able to shut down these uh, these these antitrust issues with, you know, them becoming an, a monopoly because they just offer an umbrella for third party sellers. They're not stopping the small business guy. He can come sell on Amazon and do great. What stops Amazon from becoming too big to fail? To where they the power balance shifts and mm. the state doesn't have power over them anymore much like we saw with hsbc bank a few years back when they didn't prosecute dirty tactics illegal tactics and they said no you're we can only give them a slap on the wrist because it will break the economy they're too big to fail well, that's so, kind of what I was getting at, where they they caught you. They're almost, in some sense, not a different entity from the government. They mm-hmm. are. I mean, like I said, it's a spectrum, but that's why Amazon is so 
like that's what me and John were getting at that the Amazon would not be what it was or is without the state. If there was no state, right. Amazon would I mean it, maybe they'd still be out there providing quality products, but there's no way they would be what they are now because there's so many regulations, yeah. so many people kept out of the market to that has allowed them to pave a path to be what they are. And like, so yeah, I guess you're, you're kind of getting at that. Like, well, they could be too big to, they are too big to fail. They're already too big to fail, but that's, that's a function of the state, like the state existing. And if the state magically, if we like able to snap our fingers all Thanos style and make the state no longer exist, like they have no, they have no apparatus of fucking like coercion or, or, you know, a monopoly on violence to be able to make them be able to continue doing what they're doing. I mean, they probably still do well, but. I mean, they'd probably start dwindling because they, they wouldn't have the same protections that are afforded to them by the government. So, well, well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, Amazon Amazon was not talking to the government when they were shipping books to people. Right. You know what I mean? When they were just a bookstore. Right. Like, and, they, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's only because they grew and gained more influence. So so it begs the question, you know, or it brings the question to my head. How how is how are they not on the path to a corporatocracy? I mean, oh, they are. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, and that's and that's what I talk about when I talk about you know corporate uh, corporatocracy taking over versus the state we have. I mean, you know, ten years from now, Amazon may be selling education. Amazon may be selling right. military. Amazon, uh, you know, Jose's whole point here is that like they're not that different. That the the corporations right. are the state, and the states are the corporations. But at right. some point, they, the state becomes. But at some point, the state becomes irrelevant to them. Is my is what my concern is, and that is, is the bigger problem. If the state ever becomes irrelevant to them, it's because they are the state. Which right. at that yeah. point, it's kind of just it's redundant. Right. So it's it's almost like a non-point. You know what I mean? Like it's. They're essentially just a different state, which I mean, I honestly think they're kind of already there already. You know, that's where we're at now. Like that we have the corporations that are like, I mean, obviously it's getting more, it's furthering as time goes on, but that's kind of where we're at now where, I mean, it's not as evident because we haven't had any, as many huge issues or it hasn't been as crazy. You know, we haven't <laughs> devolved into like, I don't know, some of the crazier aspects of fascism, but I think we're on our way. So, you know, the, the further the further we centralize into these things, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I guess I, I don't disagree with you. I feel like we're kind of saying the same things in a lot of ways. Like, yeah. That's kind of where we're at already. So yeah, there, There's too much societal reliance on Amazon. That yes. reliance yes. is building up. For and sure. that is the, you know, that is going to be that stronger avenue for them to do this. And uh, and there's, uh, there's <laughs> everything a, I've got for the podcast is like the camera, the yeah. microphone, these headphones right. are all Amazon. Right. <laughs> like, and, all Amazon. and is that and it's that kind of reliance <laughs> that that may, will make the public will make our society more beholding to Amazon and on a global scale, too. I mean, you know, these corporations control our economy now. Right. This past year and a half is evident as to what inflation will do like the it, they're going to be responsible for a collapse if there's an economic collapse i understand the government's printing money i get that but one hand washes the other it's you know these these companies are taking it as an opportunity to jack prices up sky high and there's nobody stopping it and mm-hmm. but to stop it 
would be wrong, right? It's too much state. No, you can't regulate, right? You don't want to regulate the market and tell these corporations, yeah. no, you can't jack up prices just because people have more money. You know, they'll 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 always have an excuse. Oh, we can't don't have enough employees, or there were lockdowns, or okay. fuel prices went up, but, n- but the prices we, never stop, come back down. <laughs> you know, if we stop the uh, if we stop the regulation, though, then that allows for competition, which naturally drives the prices down. Okay, That's the point is doing it organically as opposed to forcing mm-hmm. prices down. Now you've pissed off the corporation that funds your next election. You know what I mean? Like, they really can't do that. However, this past year and a half, all this COVID shit has played right into their hands because, as I said, where are these small businesses going to get the money to pay these employees who are saying, oh, wait, you don't pay me, uh, pay enough money for me to work for you. There are businesses that need employees, and if they can't afford to pay them, then they can't become competitive. And that has played perfectly into Amazon, Walmart, you know, all these companies, you know, these that that can afford to do it, right? Yeah. Amazon's oh, Amazon's yeah. laughing is like, oh, we can pay people fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, no well, problem. You, you said something there though, which I know it was just an analogy, but it kind of I feel like it's a good way to illustrate what we, me and John are getting at. You said one hand washes the other. Yeah, exactly, because they're part of the same beast. So, like, <laughs> and so to be like the idea that, well, what are we going to, like, we need them to, you know, the government to, I don't know, stop hooking up Amazon. But it's like, that's like asking me to cut off my left hand. Like, it's, it's like, sure, we can, we, you can wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which, which fills up quicker. But, like, <laughs> I mean, asking the government to not help out corporations that is essentially in bed with, or, I mean, really, right. I guess in the, with the in-bed analogy, you could basically say it's jerking off because it's the same fucking thing. So, like, they're, right. they're, they're one and the same to, 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 for the most part. I mean, it, it's not entirely accurate to say they're one and the same because it's like Amazon is probably like 90 percent, like, basically government, whereas the government is 100 percent government or whatever. So, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. what I mean, like, it is a little bit of a spectrum. But at the same time, it's like the, the, the government's interests are in Amazon and Amazon's interests are in the government. And mm-hmm. to some extent, they are the same thing. I mean, at the at the root, though, it's the coercion that's the issue. Like that is mm-hmm. that is what has allowed them to get where they're at, and that's kind of what we need to get rid of. That's kind of what's like in it with agorism. It's like it's essentially advocating the dissolution of a state, and it's also um, advocating being you know more legit fucking capitalism, like not this fucking centralized bullshit that's eventually going to go yeah. to hell. Right. Because that is part of why things are going bad. It's. A lot of people don't see it because it just seems nice now, but it's going to cause problems in the future. And if you can, if you can start being more of an entrepreneur, you know, like especially there, there are on one hand, there's also a lot of openings now. There's a lot more opportunities in a lot of ways. So like the gig economy, shit like that. There's probably gonna be options for entrepreneurialism. I mean, it's not gonna be super easy, but I mean, to some extent, you gotta get your hands dirty and start doing that shit to provide for the future. So because eventually, this shit's gonna go bad eventually like i know a lot of people are like oh it'd be hard to have a little business or be an entrepreneur or do this or that and it will be but yeah, this thing what we have right now is going to go to shit eventually this whole system of control through corporations and shit all this centralization is going to fail eventually and it's going to be the people who have you know got their hands dirty and done like what you're doing robert and having like you know homesteading and shit like this that are going to thrive when this shit starts going bad you like when inflation hits shit like that 
You know, I, I have this I have this dystopian idea of uh, uh, of this ironic situation that when shit does hit the fan and everything begins to collapse, corporations are going to bail out the government <laughs> and take a little more power, take a little bit stronger hold Ooh. on the state. And be like, oh, well, we've been making billions uh, here. We can help you out. Just just give us a little more control. Damn it, Robert. That just made my dick soft. How dare you? <laughs> I just think that – I don't think they'd be able to, to be honest. I, like if you look at how much money the government spends from using like you know printing money and shit like that, the idea that the corporations will bail them out is I feel like actually a little bit unrealistic. But I, I, get, I guess I get what you're getting at. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, mean just, I mean it's, it's not like anybody – you know. You know Walmart or you know Amazon for two biggest examples. They're they have not been hurting at all through this. Yeah. I but, mean I've been watching Walmart do some. Cra- My wife works for the company for twenty years. Um, I've been watching crazy shit that they're doing from from their as far as their employees are concerned, and but their bottom line keeps getting fatter. Like yeah. they are not hurting at all, um, and 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 people are seeing that. But it's not going to stop them from sucking at the teat of these big corporations just like yeah. they will the government. Yeah, but it's like to, to bring it back to your hand analogy and how you're saying how the, the corporations are going to bail them out later. I think when one goes to shit, the other one's going to go to shit. Like they're both going to fail around the same time because, like I said, they're one and the same thing. Like with the hand analogy, if I'm going through a hard time and I take $10 in my left hand and then put it in my right hand, I didn't enrich myself. So I think the same thing goes with the corporations. Yeah. Once it, once the state starts going to shit and they start losing the ability to enrich themselves based off the state, they're going to go to shit as well. And like so and also one of the big parts of this corporation issue and like we've seen it is these corporations don't plan for the long term because they plan for government to bail themselves out. So when the government starts going to shit, the corporations are going to go to shit big time as well because they don't have anyone to bail them out. Like they like you know what I mean? They they've been just they have been they've set up their business plan to not take into account hard times, and that's part of the issue of this centralization is that they've all they always have the government teat to go on. They have not set up their business plan to account for that. So they, I mean, if anything, Amazon's well known for operating on super slight, super small profit margins. That's like one of their business things, but they get so many kickbacks from the government. Like the idea that they would be able to do that, I, I just think it's unrealistic. So like. Well, I, I, I hope you're right. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, you know, I keep, I keep looking at like all the inflated prices and I keep, I know in my heart of hearts that the amount of inflation that we're seeing in prices is not necessary, right? I mean, you know, for every, for every dime of inflation, nine cents of that is just additional profit for them. Like they need to inflate by one cent, not 10 cents, right? It's like, you know, and but they 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 take give them an inch, they go a mile, right? And and that reliance, that reliance is what I think is you know when when shit hits the fan, people people out there, the the sheeple, are going to be looking for someone to rely on, and and you know, and if it's they true. if they it's don't have either. faith in the government, and they don't have any idea that they can be self reliant, mm-hmm. who's left for them to rely on, if say a Walmart that says, you know what, we can lower our prices and make some of this stuff more affordable and still make shit tons of profit, you know, because it was all a smokescreen in the first place. 
you know, but I don't know. It's, 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 it's really tricky to me, which is why I want to, you know, which is why I'm getting the fuck out of here anyway. <laughs> it's just going because I don't want to deal with right. it. I don't want to buy vegetables and meat but, from but anybody notice, else anymore. I don't know. I don't know if you came to that conclusion, like completely organically or if it was like, I mean, like, like as an instinct or if it was like, uh, you know, as a result of the podcast or, you know, whatever. Um, but it's, it's an obvious like solution to everything that you know anytime you're looking like paying attention to the news you're paying attention to who's doing what and money's going where and at some point you just realize man this is fucked like this is this is not sustainable you know i need to get out and right. try and try and opt out as much as possible like it, it, i think it, i think it is, a lot of it is instinctual i think uh, obviously right. liberty is the natural state of man freedom is a natural state of man like you know right. you're not just like you know man in a vacuum is not under tyranny right so well I, I think that's just kind of like that's like the human psyche leads towards anarchism and it takes constant effort to bring them away from that right and, well and, you know yeah. i know that I, I for myself i've always been an empathetic person when it comes to you know my American brothers and sisters, right? This is, I, I look at it and I'm like, I don't want to see anybody struggling. Mm -hmm. I understand that it happens. You're going to have it in every society, right? But I don't want to see people trod upon either. <clears throat> but I'm having to make this shift in my mind where it's like, you got to stop giving a shit. Because unfortunately, people people are just so inundated with so much news that now all they do is read headlines and it's all shock oh, and yeah. awe, shock value off headlines that people are responding to and they're not educating themselves on what's actually happening, what moves are being made and what's being said. So right. it's you know, a it's really like, good thing. You're not on Twitter. Right. <laughs> it's a really right. good thing. You're not right. on Twitter. It's the people that you come across. Oh my God, man. Right. It's, it's like quite literally insane. And, and that is, and that <laughs> is the part that saddens me about the, about going and, you know, being self-sufficient and homesteading is that I've got to give up a certain level of my empathy for my fellow man. You know, it, I, I've just got to give that up, you know? Well, it's not, well, I mean, empathy, giving up empathy is not really necessary. Um, I got to not give a shit up, about like, these other folks anymore. I mean, I, I can't feel bad for, I don't, I don't have, I don't have the emotional value to invest well, in these fucking people anymore. You made your bed, <laughs> you know? It might, well, it might be just semantics, but I think you're, yeah. you're talking about more about sympathy than. Well, empathy. no, I, I mean, I feel the pain. I've been homeless, you know. I know what it's like yeah, to to not have anything, and I know what it's like to to be underpaid or over, overworked, and you know, and all of these things that people are out there dealing with. You know, I've even lived in ghettos and shit. You know, it's like I <laughs> yeah. get, I get what you're saying. I I feel your pain, but I don't want to feel it anymore. <laughs> Because now our society is getting to this point where it's like, you know, I just really, I really don't give a fuck what you have to say. Because you're not speaking from knowledge. You're speaking from headlines. You're speaking from moments. Oh, that's the worst. Right? That's the worst. And then, and then, oh, and then when people are just so smugly and arrogantly wrong, and then they tell you to educate yourself. Oh my God, you have no idea how much I want to slap the person. Like they're lucky they're not in front of me. That they're just a, they're just text on the screen. Well, that's like, the oh beauty of <laughs> that's the beauty of Twitter and kind of what I was getting at before with like divisiveness. Like 
I take that. I take like shit like that, and I will just troll them and like. Cause it's like I get to make an I get to make a display of them to the world of like look look what a <laughs> retard this guy is and yes they're gonna be smug about it and act like they're winning but at the end of the day like and that's kind of what I was getting at where like you can use this as a display to the world be like look at this idiot and you get to take your people further cement them in their stance and then yeah. get to take him and his people and then let them be more smug and let them go their stupid fucking way. Like, That's cool. Fair. I don't give a right. shit. I mean, I do. I care in a sense. The same. At the end of the day, like you can. It's the whole like you can you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. But like, right. so I, I, I'm I'm here. I'm saying this shit all the time. I'm I got my. That's a big part of my podcast. Saying, hey, this is what's going on. <laughs> you know, fucking. You know, the end is nigh. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> see, I I still I still naively uh, believe that I can win an argument on the internet. I don't know why I believe this because I know. Like deep down, that it's not true. Yeah, that's silly. But I still, I still try <laughs> to like. I'm, I'm gonna win. This person's gonna be like, you know what, John? You're right. You are correct about this. Right. <laughs> right. You're right. All you can <laughs> do, all you can happens. do, is walk away and go, "Wow, I was right," and not look at anything else that's said about it. And you just, "I was right." right. <laughs> that's all that right. matters, right? That's oh my god. All, that's how you do it these days. It's so it's, funny because I'll be in the middle of it and just be like, "Why am I even?" Fucking do like ah, they got me again, basically. <laughs> like, man. Well, you know, I wish there was a way, you know, that that you could teach those people or just show them the, the very simple truth of how it is to be someplace where you do your own thing, and you can walk an acre across your property over into you know Farmer Joe's property and go and take him a bushel of vegetables and walk home with a with a pound of meat or, or, you know, a couple of yeah. gallons of milk or whatever, and just, you know, have a small conversation, talk about the crops, talk about the weather, talk, you know, just, just that, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's just, there's something so fucking relaxing and perfect about that it's that they, these That's people it's can simple. never grasp. That's nice. And I don't, yeah, it's, I, it, it's frustrating not being able to explain this to people or get this past these bullshit blinders they have up, whether they're red or whether they're blue, because neither fucking side is getting it right. No, of course not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both they're just two sides of the same coin, Republicans and, and Democrats. They're, yeah. I mean, the only the real difference is what color tie they wear, right? I mean, that's really about it. At the end of the day, though, all you can do is control yourself. And, you know, right. that's, that's, I mean, that's, I know it sounds silly and sounds like some fucking shit you'd hear a motivational speaker say, but that is true. And that's kind of like There's what you're doing, why. Robert, where you're fucking, I've said this many times, you're going this like homesteading route and stuff like that. That's the way to go. It's like, uh, I don't remember who it is, or some philosopher says, like, you need to make your life like, like, be so free that it's like an example to the world type deal. Like, mm. and, that's the way to affect change. Cause at the end of the day, all you can do is, is affect yourself and then those around you. And like, that's the place where you have the most influence. So, and, and I mm -hmm. think it kind of spreads out from there. Cause like no one exists in a vacuum. So I know a lot of people be like, you know, say with like individualists or agorists or, or anarchists uh, to be like, Oh, you're just gonna go live out in the woods. And it's like, I mean, this, this only yeah. makes sense if you, I mean, I mean, kinda. <laughs> I mean, kinda, but this only, it, this only holds up if you think that somehow you exist in a vacuum and no one else yeah. sees what you do. Like, because other people, right. it's going to put that notion on other people's minds. I mean, especially in today's day and age, you're still going to be online. So it's still right. like, you know. Like, Not only that, but you think other people don't want to come live in the woods with me? Yeah. Right. Someone does. At least one other person, right? 
yeah. mean, presum presumably if you have a spouse, right? That's at least one other person coming with you. That's two now taxpayers taking up the system. You know, not to mention if you have, you know, other people around you, other family members, friends, whatever. Well, that's you why I keep I mean? trying yeah, to tell is. you there's 10 acres right next Dude. door to me, 100 grand. I know. You could be out there, John, you know, right there beside me. About, talking about like spouses and uh, other, whatever, you know. Cuck whatever you want. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I'm, just uh, saying hey, not, I'm just saying that I can't make the decision completely on my own is all I'm saying. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, if it was I'm, just me, and I wasn't responsible or thinking for about anyone else. Yeah, I'd be there in a heartbeat for sure. There's, there's but, three good acres of growing land right oh there God, in that be, ten oh acres God, too. Yeah. Three acres of solid, mm. solid food production. I'm just saying, you got room to run horses, cattle, the whole oh thing. God, you have no idea, right? And if we're lucky, five years. I'm, I'm giving it five years. Florida's going to secede. Or at least make a move oh, for God, it. I hope so. I'm hoping. I'm keeping my. Go Ron DeSantis. Go Ron DeSantis. Keep keep chopping away. Keep giving us a reason, and and maybe we'll do it. Maybe, but yeah. you know, if not, would be incredible. If what, what would you think about? You said you lived in Florida too. Uh, mm -hmm. What do you think about the the free state of Florida? I mean, in some senses, that'd be tits, but like. I don't know. I don't really see it happening. I think he's more probably he's probably more positioning himself to be a fucking, you know, a future presidential That's candidate. Sure. So I don't oh, yes. see him making those type of moves. So, I mean, I'm not a in some senses, I'm not a big fan of secession in some ways, but I do think in, hmm. in other ways it's a it's a positive. I don't know. I'm, it's that's something I go back and forth on. But I mean, at the end of the day, like okay. uh, I think being non-political will sometimes have those type of effects to where it will drive shit that way. Uh, not to get into a whole other one, but I, I, in some sense, I think that'd be kind of pretty fucking dope. I mean, I don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not a big, I'm not a status at all, but there's a lot of shit he's done that I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, the yeah, rest well, of the country already sees us is... as the ball sack. So it's yeah. like, whatever. Well, we're, we're the, we're the swinging dick hanging off of America, shooting a load of freedom onto Cuba. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> sorry, Susan. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, what are the, some of the things that you don't like about secession? That's what I'd be interested in hearing about. Cause... I mean, I don't. I don't know. I'm getting a little too tipsy for this. I've had too many beers. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It just it's. Uh, how do I articulate this right now? Um, I don't know. It's just kind of like you're just creating a separate state that uh, is, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm not necessarily against it. I'm just not necessarily for it either. I don't have strong thoughts. I don't know. Okay. Like, I, so I know. I, does your, yeah, I mean, does your love of country, and we'll does decentralize, your, right? So. Does, huh? your, does your sure. love of country factor into that? Oh, fuck no. No? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I think in some senses, you're kind of putting a target on yourself, and I think it can end. It's very much a, uh, I don't know, it's a... It's a dangerous game going that route. We've seen how things have gone in the past. And, uh, I mean, I'm a fan of, that's why I said before, like a soft secession. Like, if, if Ron DeSantis wanted to be like, yeah. if Ron DeSantis wanted to be like, hey, well, you know, whenever, like, they try to push through federal shit, and they're like, nah, not doing it. And, like, they can be like, well, this is a federal law, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, no. Right. We have several, we have several counties in the state that are uh, Second Amendment sanctuary counties. Right. So they they won't. Uh, um, what's it called? 
Come on, help me, Robert. Words. What is what the they sanctuary cities? Yeah, they won't. They won't accuse. Yeah, they uh, won't do the bad thing. Yeah, they yeah, won't. They, 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 right. They don't. They or don't. Certain ones. The, yeah. Certain federal gun laws they ignore. Um, but you yeah. know, I mean, you know, I mean, that's you know, I, I don't know. He didn't have when to. It, I'll be when on a roll comes, and then just lose a word. Just one word for right. me up. It's fucked up. Right, but it, you know, the beauty, <laughs> the beauty of it is like that's what makes that what. You know, shitting in the face of the federal government is easy now because it's like whenever they because do make so a law weak. and 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 this, <laughs> somebody fine, like DeSantis says. says no, we're not going to follow that, and they're like, oh no, you got to follow it. Uh, excuse me, then why or haven't you been what? busting us for weed? Right? I mean, yeah, you're what? turning your eye, <laughs> blind eye to this shit. <laughs> well, no, or what? You're going to piss off the mouse. Well, you don't want to piss off the mouse. <laughs> you're not pissing him off. But do remember, <laughs> do remember, Jose. We put a bullseye. We already have a bullseye on us because you know every time there's a headline that says Florida man dot dot dot, <laughs> we got that, a bull. I mean, you tell somebody just, you're from Florida, just, they're like, it's oh. a little different than being like, hey, we're breaking off from the uh, federal government. There, there was That's, a certain, there was a certain thing uh, a few hundred years ago that uh, it was a pretty good example <laughs> of how. Uh, they will fight tooth and nail and commit all sorts of genocide to keep people from breaking off from the union. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's different here. Potentially. Because <laughs> the, the, Florida, the Florida man headlines are a strategy, right? Because I've seen so many people be like, oh, can we just like get rid of Florida? Can we just get – like, yes, yes, we should. Yes, I'm we willing should to let you get rid of Florida. I'm willing. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely for, willing. To I mean I've reached that point where, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I mentioned love of country. I used to have a lot of love of country. I still love my country, but it's it's – it's not the same country I fell in love yeah, with many see, years it's, it's ago not, when I was a kid. You know, I, I, would, I used to. I used to be like one of those, you know, patriot, like, yeah, yeah, America. But at the same time, now I have to look around and I see the people that I'm supposed to call my countrymen. And that's not a good look. Right. I don't like what I'm seeing. <laughs> I don't like what I'm seeing at all. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, on that note, we will uh, let's go ahead and uh, look at wrapping it up. So uh, I tell you what, Jose, if you want, uh, why don't you take a moment to uh, give give some uh, self promo. Tell these folks where they can find more of your uh, wit and wisdom out there on the Internet. All right. Well, I mostly do interview things, so you don't have to worry about my wit and wisdom. I mostly rely on people better than me. So <laughs> that's generally my uh, – that's like one of the great things about an interview show. You just got to be able to pull shit out of people. But, but I, uh, like I said before, I have the No Way Jose podcast. I'm on YouTube. I'm also on Odyssey. I'm on just about every podcatcher there is. If you want to hit me up, uh, if you want to talk to me, you can hit me up on email at thelibertymovementglobal at gmail.com. Or on Twitter, uh, at Gallus and Jose, or you can type in Jose Gallison. It'll pop up either way. Um, yeah, um, definitely go check my shit out. I, my last episode uh, that I just dropped was with Reed Coverdale and Clint from Liberty Lockdown. All three of us did an episode together, and we shot the shit about, like, Lib Unity and all that shit. So it, it's, it's fun stuff. Go check me out. Uh, you, you, I don't think you'll regret it. I, th I feel like I do a half decent job. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely do. I, uh, Moderately neato. I, yeah. I, of course, tried to do a little homework on you. I will say this, and um, you know, now this is just me. I know it's probably just me. I say the N word too much. I know. No, no, no. no, <laughs> no I, uh, I, I happen. No, to, not enough. Actually. I happen to be watching one of your videos, and you were drinking a beer, and uh, 
you were drinking a Pabst Blue Ribbon, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Whoa, hang on, <laughs> hang on. There's nothing wrong with a PBR, I'm a, man. I do, fucking hey, white boy you know, summer. Hey, that's just me, uh-huh. old school, elitist, mm. whatever you want when it that comes to... That is some elitist bullshit. I mean, I, I, I had my share of Pabst Blue Ribbon when I was younger, but I was like, what the fuck am I doing to myself? A four-pack of Tall Boys is like five bucks. You can't beat that shit. And I don't mind it. The older I get, the more I like cheap beer. I mean... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just about getting fucked up. It's not about impressing anybody. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> no, I'm just, I, 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 I just really, I, I mean, I, I, it, was, it was just a joke. But I always, you know, I always have fun with, I was like, oh man, maybe he is the redneck we've been looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm white trash at my roots. <laughs> right? Hey, there's nothing oh, yeah, wrong with man. that. There's nothing no, wrong with that's that. That's right. Uh, so, uh, John, uh, now that Jose yes. has plugged himself, could you plug us? I will plug us. Bend over, Robert. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Down in our description, uh, we have all of our links to all of our stuff. We've got uh, not only uh, Jose's stuff, uh, but we've got our Buy Me a Coffee. So, like I said earlier in the show, um, if you donate towards our goal, which is $100, only $100, and we're 40% of the way there now, uh, I will be doing a drunk gaming stream with the supporters. So we'll be doing something like uh, Cards Against Humanity or something of the like. Something uh, you know, I know everyone doesn't have every video game, so it'd be hard to kind of play games. But we can do card games and stuff. We have a drunk gaming stream with supporters. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so make sure you donate towards that. Uh, we also have an option on Buy Me a Coffee for a monthly donation. We have there's three different tiers with different perks that you can get. Um, so make sure you check those out and uh, you know donate towards the ones that uh, that you like. Then we have our Discord server, which is a lot of fun, a lot of cool people in there. Uh, also, a good place to get notifications if YouTube decides not to send a notification out, you'll get it there. Um, also on our Monday shows, if you like, if you want your videos to be shown on our Monday show, then, uh, you have to do it there, uh, submit your videos there. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then we also have a Twitter at the Gen Gap P follow us on Twitter. We gained a bunch of followers today, which is awesome. Uh, so make sure that you are one of them because Twitter is where I spend a lot of time and, uh, you just see my awesome hot takes and spiciness. And it's fun. I don't like there's anything hot about you. Um, that's right. There is a lot that's hot about me. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, we're going to get, don't forget, it is June. Two big things happening this month. Um, of course, it's Pride <laughs> Month. Let's not forget it's Pride Month. And I think Friday I'm going to take an opportunity to say how fucking fed up I am with it already. I'm just all right. saying that. Uh, but don't forget, also this month we get our big UFO dump. The next crisis to be created uh, is supposed to happen this month. I'm waiting, anticipating that to come out as well. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait to see what they generate off that. Uh, but we are going to be back on Friday at, uh, I believe, 9.30 p.m. We're doing on Fridays now. Uh, yes. This uh, in a couple of days. That's Friday. That's two days away for our regular show. Uh, then we'll uh, be coming back at you on Monday at 9.30 as well for another episode of Fill in the Gap to try and start your week off with a little bit of fun and humor. And uh, then, of course, we'll be back a week from now for another rousing episode of Shooting the Shit, which is at 9.30 p.m. as well. 
Uh, all of those times are the Eastern time zone, not uh, the one and only true time zone, not to be confused with the rest of the posers out there. Uh, you know who you are, and you know your time zone, so, you know, <laughs> get a life. Uh, but uh, outside of that, Eastern much appreciation. Right, yeah. much appreciation to everyone <laughs> that showed up tonight, watching and talking. Sorry, we didn't get to your chats, but you know how we are when we have a guest. We put our focus there because yeah. you know we can see them. Uh, <laughs> much love and thank you very much, Jose, for showing up tonight and talking with us. Um, we're gonna get the hell out of here. Everybody, have a nice evening and a uh, much peace to you. Peace out. Yep, see you guys. Thanks for having me.